what up what up what's going on fellas and ladies welcome to episode number 29 of the spun today podcast i'm your host tony ortiz thank you very much for listening this episode is brought to you in part by slim shit now let me stop um this episode is slightly different from the uh, reoccurring formats of the spun today podcast I'm dedicating it to a section of my website called Ode to Podcasts, um, which is technically uh, a dedication to all of my, not all of my, uh, some of my favorite podcasts. And it's a section I don't speak about too much. I mentioned it before for those of you that listen to the podcast regularly, Um, but I I don't think I speak about it often enough. And it's actually... um, one of the probably the earliest it i don't want to say it's the first thing that spawned the idea of the whole you know spun today podcast and and um uh just the website in general but it is one uh you know only because there's certain like free writings and stuff like that that predates like all this stuff you know like shit that i've written like years ago and stuff like that but the ode to podcast section is kind of like the cornerstone of the website and it was, it, I began, well, let me tell you guys what it is. It's, I, I began transcribing uh, certain portions or excerpts of conversations um, across a bunch of different podcasts that, that I listened to, mainly the Joe Rogan Experience. That's where, uh, like, the first one, first one came from. And that's where the bulk of them are. But I also have on there, if you guys go, go to spuntoday.com and hover over the ode to podcast section there's a drop down with a bunch of podcasts including the joe rogan experience duncan the drunken Taoist podcast the brian callen show the church of what's happening now the duncan trussell family hour good times with steve simone tom green radio and pointless and i want to do many more um these are some of the ones or all of the ones that i have on there right now and within each uh, of those uh, folders or, or sections are excerpts of different episodes that I've transcri- bleh, transcribed. And uh, it's pretty much you know something that I may have found insightful or funny or um, just a dope piece of the conversation that I, I wanted to remember for myself. And also um, just, you know, I started transcribing them and literally just compiled them um for like a year or almost a year in uh evernote um those of you that don't know uh evernote is a dope site um site and app and just tool in general that you can use to uh you know organize writing and and it's pretty cool you it's an app on your phone or on your computer um everything works like seamlessly if you type something on your computer it pops up on the app and vice versa and um you can uh clip articles online and it'll it'll file it away within evernote um you can save complete like web links you can import links and pictures and take pictures and stuff like that it's like a really cool place where you can where everything kind of like ties together different thoughts and ideas and stuff like that so i was using evernote for uh compiling like all of these uh, transcribed 
uh, conversations from different podcasts. And then I had the idea of, you know, putting it, uh, like starting some sort of blog or website, uh, which eventually became what today is the spuntoday.com website. And then from there, I branched out the idea of, oh, I like taking pictures of shit. And I have, a, you know, tons of pictures, like just saved like an iPhoto. And um, and it's, a, it's an interest of mine. Uh, so I can put that on, on the website also. And then I was like, how about all this other shit that, um, that I write? You know what I mean? Um, it's something that I've always kind of sort of dabbled with and been into, but never took seriously. And at that point, I had already started um, uh, taking it from the step of, you know, just random notes and stuff in the back of notebooks, like from back in like high school and uh, different. Uh, I remember I used to uh, wait tables and bartend like throughout uh, the last couple of years of high school and uh, call it first few years of college. And like in the the books that you take orders with like the the waiters you know write down orders with and shit i used to use those um just to write down like different like one-liners and ideas and like self-quotes and mini little poems or like just shit that i would randomly think throughout the day and i would just like rip them out and put them in my pocket and um so i always had like that that i don't know like pull towards writing but it was never anything like centralized or organized or anything like that and um, around this time when I started compiling uh, this list of like transcribed uh, st- uh, conversations from podcasts, my fiance actually gave me the idea of why not, you know, take the things that, that I write and like put it together in some sort of uh, notebook or, or a binder or, or something like that. And uh, that's exactly what I began to do. And it started like gelling and forming and it started get um you know collecting these uh cool little notebooks which are they're not I, I know like one of the popular notebooks that a lot of comics use and 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 writers um are the moleskin books which are dope looking books but like 15 bucks a pop um and it's a bit too rich for my blood I use these notebooks called Ecolo. It's spelled E with like in one of those like Spanish looking accents over the E. C-C-O-L-O. They're uh, pretty dope. I love the size. It's not like a big like eight and a half by 11 type, even though they have uh, books that size. But the ones that like I use and collect are um, can like fit in one hand you know it's not like palm size yeah although they do have those also like those little tiny ones they look like old school address books and shit before everybody had cell phones where you would like write down somebody's like name and address and and a phone number and stuff like those little black books um these are uh i don't know if i had to guess the size oh you know what i have a fucking ruler actually why guess right one second Alright, these are about six and a half by four and a half, or four and a half, like four and a half width and six and a half length. 
so it's a dope size. I stepped away from the mic for a bit. I'm not sure if you guys heard that. So it's like six and a half by four and a half. And it's like uh, similar to the Moleskine. It's like a leather leather cover and um, uh, all like lined sheets. And yeah, different designs. Um, I'll actually tweet. I, I love like the designs of them. Like some of them have like engraved words on it. Um, some like I have one that has like engraved words on it, just like a like a ongoing, you know, like those like inspirational type of words and shit. It says, "Dance the night away." Uh, don't take no for an answer. Don't look back. Be bold. Uh, lead by example and it just says that like it's like inscribed throughout like the leather cover front and back it's pretty dope i have one that has like a, a bicycle on it like engraved on it um i have one that says think right create i have a bunch of these so they're cool different colors uh the first two that i just mentioned are like brown leather uh the other one that says uh think right create is a greenish uh leather cover and says think right create and like silver on it um and i really like that if you guys want to check them out they have a website which is so it's here on the back e c c o l o l t d dot com i'm sure they're the, they'll have like a shitload but i'm sure they're on there they are uh just as expensive as like moleskin uh notebooks and shit so these all of these i actually find them at marshall's actually they have them there uh they have them usually for like 4.99 um to 6.99 and uh, you know four dollars and 99 cents and um and perfect price point for me really good quality notebooks and i enjoy them it was a great idea my fiance gave me i've been running with it ever since and like I said, so that began gelling and shaping and taking form from just random loose leaf papers that I had scattered all over the place. Some of them saved, some of them wind up, you know, trashed and um, into uh, putting all, all of my stuff kind of sort of organized in a folder and then eventually graduating to these notebooks, which I really enjoy. And um, from there, then... I, uh, you know, thought of, you know, once I had the Oats oh, a Podcast idea plus photography, then came the free writing, the free writing um, idea or section of the website, which was to take all the shit from these notebooks, um, not all of it, but uh, some of it, and putting it up on the website and, and sharing it. I did that, as you guys know. Um, and you can read some of that stuff at free writing. I'm sorry, uh, spuntoday.com forward slash free writing. If you guys want to take a look, if you haven't, um, of course, some of the episodes of the podcast are dedicated to that section where I read some of that free writing and reflect on it and ask you guys what you think about it. And, uh, what else? So those were the first, so yeah, so the OTA podcast section was kind of like I said, the cornerstone of what is now the spuntoday.com website or whatever. Then from there came uh, the photography idea, then the free writing, and then shortly after the short stories idea, when I uh, kept getting that much more into writing and wanted to 
um, do something other than free writing, something more, I guess, tangible. And I started, uh, you know, I got the idea actually from different podcasts that I listen to, and which are mainly uh, comedians, and you know, like Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, Duncan Trussell, um, and how they or what I picked up from them on how they formulate their their ideas for bits and stuff and uh, I've mentioned this in previous episodes so for those of you that listen to the podcast I'm sorry but they say something to the effect of they experience life and you know do certain things and are very very that's what I'm looking for very not on but very very alert to their surroundings very present i guess would be the the proper word and they go into doing things with that mentality like for example i think it was on on i don't know i remember if it was skeptic tank or if it was on rogan's podcast where one of them were talking about they didn't want to go to a certain place but they were like they're or, or didn't want to like see a certain movie or go to a certain I don't know event like some sort of event or something but they were like it's such a uh, such a like like uh, I'm completely paraphrasing here but the point is that they approached it in the sense of like it's not something that's gonna like enrich my life or make me a better person or or that I'm going to, like, gain something from, but there's going to be comedy there. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be something that, some sort of experience that um, will be able to transform and evolve and turn into, like, a bit or something like that. So, and it's not to say that, you know, you go someplace, you see something, and you they spit that out on stage or something like that. That's not what what, at least what I think they like meant by that but it's like being present enough to you know go into situations and you know fucking mundane shit that you do like for example take the train to work and like stuff like that you know being i guess aware and alert enough to you know one accept that you know this is what you're doing you know it sucks but you know sometimes you're stuck in a cram train for like 45 minutes if you live in new york like i do um commuting to and from manhattan to to fucking work and you know there's nothing really positive that comes from it you know it's not like a a cool fucking experience or anything like that but uh you know if you're aware enough you like see shit that makes you you know think or see different people you know you do some people watching and um and you get ideas from that at least i do for uh certain short stories which actually i wrote a short story based on a subway incident which is at uh spontary.com forward slash short stories if you guys want to check it out forward slash what's the title of it no string dav um no string dav is the name of that short story and um i've done an audiobook podcast for that one if you guys want to just check that out instead of actually reading the story i read it to you like all audiobooks do and um yeah what the fuck was my point um okay so yeah the so i started off with the ode to podcast then photography then free writing then i wanted to do something more tangible 
and got the idea from that idea that I heard within one of the podcasts that I listened to of going, uh, of approaching things in a way that you can take from your life and borrow from your life and apply that to your art or whatever it is that you're trying to create. So I took that idea and I wrote my very, f- well, very first for- the very first short story for the website, uh, which was Bully, which I borrowed from an experience that I had uh, as a kid in fourth grade, loosely based it on that, and wrote a, a story of a certain experience. If you guys want to check that out, you can as well. And then from there, I've just uh, been rolling with with that concept, that idea, and trying to um, uh, just create a bunch of uh, different short stories. And to me, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is, I mean, everybody has their own way of doing whatever the fuck it is that they do, right? It's one of the main takeaways that I've gotten from, from podcasting and writing and listening, listening to interviews with different writers and conversations and and stuff like that. And the, you know, above all else across all different genres and, and levels of writer, um, the common theme is there's no right or wrong way there's no one way there's no uh blueprint to doing any of this shit so what i my mentality at the time was all right transitioned not transitioned from because you know i still do free writing but kind of sort of went from only free writing to doing free writing and short stories and then my i guess uh loose game plan was from that point in time to then you know work on my writing chops enough with doing short stories not to take anything away from short stories because in and of itself it's 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 uh you know very credible art form and there's a lot of like shorts and short stories and and um pieces like that that you know you could put up against you know great works of literature or whatever like fucking huge thick books but my thought is to go from that then from short stories to writing uh, a, uh like a bigger work like uh like a novella or a mainstream nonfiction and then eventually a novel and then from there a series of novels or a series of of nonfiction books and maybe uh, fiction book and also fiction books because some of the like the free writing shit is kind of like nonfiction uh if you read it if you take a look at it and then the short stories are mainly all fiction even though some of them are like based on true stories or whatever but it's obviously fiction uh if you take a look so i don't know that's like my thought process kind of like work on like my writing chops enough like within that realm of short stories and be able to get them to a point where i can expand that and um i think some of my stories that i've written are uh you know not great but um you know i wrote them i'm happy with them i'm I'm proud of them i put them up on the site um gotta start somewhere type of thing and um a the goal is to continue to learn and evolve and and do so um and which is what i'm trying to do you know what i mean like i want to be able to write that well or better and for i guess longer periods of time if that makes sense you know like instead of in a fucking eight page short story the fucking 80 page one and you know and continue growing it 
and keep readers captivated enough to want to read the shit, right? That's the, that's the the point. Um. So yeah, then I started the short story section, and there's not a lot. There's I'll tell you guys right now actually because I got the site open because I'm gonna be using it. Uh, there are one, two, three, six short stories. Uh, latest of which is Lecture Hall, uh, which, like I mentioned to you guys in the audiobook version of it, that is meant to be an excerpt of a bigger story which does not yet exist, um, which is one of the, the uh, I guess, series. Uh, it's kind of like a... It, I first thought of it like as kind of like a one standalone like novel type of thing, Then, which maybe, you know, that's what it'll become once I actually start putting in the work for that um but then the idea has become making it kind of like a, a three book series kind of thing and uh more like a, a short fiction uh type of work uh but i don't know um but that like the concepts from that story are meant to be like an excerpt and kind of like a a general plot of of or theme rather of what it's going to be about uh, then you have Nostrand Ave, which I just mentioned, Ball and Chain, um, which I actually got the idea recently from an older, an old uh, professor of mine. Shout out to Dr. Lewin. Um, of turning that story into uh, a longer story or into, uh, you know, expanding on that story, basically. So uh, he mentioned that, then I, I thought of the idea of kind of making it maybe like a series of that crazy bitch going around fucking uh killing dudes that she's with and and stuff like that um like she does in that well spoiler alert if you haven't read it <laughs> um and it, it kind of like continuing it because it kind of left off with her uh leaving town and and uh exiting stage left and heading heading down to florida and then i was kind of like yeah that's true i could fucking like continue that story like that's not like, I think that was a good ending for that particular story because it kind of, like, left it kind of, like, in, uh, in, um, what's that movie that came out recently? Gone Girl. It kind of left it, like, in that type of, not cliffhanger, but that kind of, like, I don't know, style of ending. And you could, you know, definitely keep it going. But I never, like, once I finished these stories, I never, like, thought of them as being expandable and, he put me onto the idea of being able to expand on on stories and and um uh it's something i might look into for that one that's for ball and chain then you have on there also chopper city then you have insight then you have bully which is the first uh story that i wrote for this website uh like i told you guys so um i feel i have a lot to uh well at least a very large uh, debt of gratitude to these podcasts and just for being kind of like the the catalyst to all of this shit you know what i mean and um wanted to dedicate an episode of this podcast which again i love podcasts so much i started doing all this stuff and then i was like hey why not start my own podcast kind of like join my two favorite pastimes and have fun with it which is exactly what i've been doing for uh, the past few months now and actually almost almost a fucking year actually time flies fucking 
the very first episode of the Sponsor Podcast before I had like that bi-weekly schedule and um, knew what I wanted to do with it uh, came out on September 29th, 2014. And today is August 23rd, 2015. Um, so just uh, about a month shy of a year, which is which is crazy, man. Time Time flies. And uh yeah it's been a been a blast i've gotten some good feedback from some of you definitely keep that coming uh in terms of like what you think for certain uh free writing pieces you know you can comment directly on them uh short stories as well and the same thing with these uh um ode to podcasts uh posts that i'm about to mention and go over um but yeah like i said i owe you know a humongous uh debt of gratitude to all these all these uh, podcasts which inspired me to um you know do this do what i'm doing right now and um you know which sparked the different ideas of the free writing and the short stories and and um uh just taught me a lot in in terms of what's possible and what you can do if if you just fucking want to and uh for that reason i wanted to dedicate this episode to those podcasts and to that section of the website and what I'm going to do, if any of you want to uh, follow along or if you just want to, uh, you know, make a mental note or jot it down on your phones and, you know, check these out whenever you're in front of a computer, you can do so. Or actually just fucking check it out on your phone. Uh, but, you, you know, if you're like me, sometimes like when I'm at work, I'm listening to a podcast or something like that and they mention like uh, a website or 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 a book or a movie or a documentary or uh, short film or like anything that like piques my interest i like jot it down in the reminder section of my phone and you know then check it out you know that night or later on in the day at work when i'm less busy and and you know a few days later like whenever so if you're like that you can take this opportunity to jot down spuntoday.com forward slash ode to podcasts and check it out or just go to spontaneity.com. Up at the top, I try to make make the site um, uh, very... I try to design the site using, by the way, Squarespace, which is awesome. Which is not really fucking... It's not like I'm writing HTML code or anything like that. They make it so user-friendly. You don't have to know shit about computers in terms of like all that techie shit. And, but you could design it however you want, however like, you envision it. You know what I mean? It's like drag and drop and copy and paste certain codes and you google certain things and they have a bunch of videos and youtube other ones and and learn how to do shit and um you just like slap it together and change colors and um kind of sort of do it as you go so uh big shout out to them and you know for making it making it like this but i um i kind of sort of designed the site um simply and and uh just like in a way where I guess like I had in mind when I go to certain sites and I'm like looking for something specific, like fuck, where do I send the email? Where do I fucking, where's the contact? Where's the, where's that fucking section that they mentioned? Or, um, you know, whatever. Like some, some of them are like convoluted and like weird to navigate and stuff like that. So I try to make the initial homepage as very simple as possible. If you go to spontoday.com, um, all you're gonna see is a picture that I took at Central Park as like the background and the logo and then a bunch of 
uh, links at the top. It has the about section, the free writing section, short story section, oh, it's a podcast section, the actual podcast section where you can, by the way, listen to all these episodes that you download on on Stitcher and or iTunes or that you listen to on YouTube. You can listen to them on the website as well. Um, then the photography section and stuff like that. So, I ch- you know, it's very simple to navigate. You should be able to find everything relatively easily if you go to spuntoday.com. And actually, before I start with the Ota podcast section, I made a change recently uh, to the site, which is I added, if you guys remember the, like to support the podcast, you go on, on the website under the contact contact page. And at the top, there was the Amazon banner where you guys can go to um, my website, click on the Amazon banner, which is just a portal to the Amazon website and just do your shopping like normal and amazon kicks back a few pennies on the dollar to me for just driving traffic to the website it doesn't increase the cost to you of whatever it is that you buy it's the same exact cost uh they just cut into their end of the sale and um share that with uh, myself and you know other podcasters that you guys choose to to support by going through their respective links so um that banner used to be at on the contact page and no longer is I set up a separate, um, separate, uh, uh, what do you call it? Separate link or separate, um, yeah, one of the links at the top, like short stories, it's a podcast, podcast, um, the contact page now is cleaned up. It only has what you're looking for. If you're looking for to contact me, which is my email address, which is by the way, spun today at gmail.com. Uh, the contact form, which if you don't want to go into like your email client to shoot me an email, you can just fill out your name, your email address, the subject and the message that you want to send. And then at the bottom, the subscribe to my newsletter feature, which is literally just your first and last name and your email address, um, which you can do so if you choose. And that's just a subscribe to my biweekly newsletter, which is pretty much just going to include uh, heads up on uh, new episodes of the podcast being out, um, any you know bonus episodes that come out in between, as well as any short stories that that are newly published on the website. Just to give you a heads up. Aside from that, it's not going to be you're not going to get anything else. You're not going to get any spam or anything like that. So, if you guys want to subscribe to the newsletter, you can do so there. And um, that's all that's on the contact page because that's all you really need, right, on the contact page. Then if you do want to support the podcast, go to spuntay.com forward slash affiliate links. And there you will see the Amazon banner. Um, you have a, a banner for the general Amazon website. You have a uh, another banner for Amazon Kindle for any any you know ebooks and stuff, obviously, that you want to purchase. Uh, you can support the podcast and do that at the same time. And again, it works the same exact way. Go to my website, go to the affiliate link section, click on the Kindle accessories uh, banner. And, you know, you can purchase accessories for your Kindle. You can fucking purchase ebooks or whatever. And it'll support the, the podcast. Also, you have a couple of iTunes banners, um, both for uh for free books actually that are that are on itunes check those out if you want download them for free obviously um uh you know whatever the 
affiliate percentages for iTunes, whether you know one, two, three percent of zero for a free book is going to be zero. So that doesn't benefit me financially, but it might benefit you with some fucking free free shit. So check that out if you guys want to. Um, you can also check you know uh, purchase music via iTunes or movies or or other books that that uh, you might want to purchase via iTunes. And if you do so, uh, again, it helps support the podcast financially. So that would be greatly appreciated if you want to do that. So, yeah, I set up that that uh, page on the website uh, called Affiliate Links, which in the future will be riddled of all the tons of podcast sponsors that will eventually be knocking down my door to become part of the Spun Today family and want their banners and links and shit on my website once you guys uh, rate and review the podcast so much on itunes that it's rated and reviewed more than any other podcast on the face of the planet more than any other show movie book or anything all combined ever in the history of anything let me stop (laughs) but yeah rate and review the podcast you fucks That'll definitely help the podcast gain exposure, and I would really, really appreciate it. I actually spent my morning today and wrote some uh, reviews for a bunch of of my favorite podcasts. I wrote eight reviews, eight unique, specific, thought-out reviews for a bunch of my favorite podcasts, and I would appreciate it if uh, the listeners of my podcast would do the same. It would be awesome. Mm, shout out to by the way because i got the idea for the for the additional like affiliate links like the itunes links and stuff like that from a podcast i listened to which i think i went off on a tangent in the previous episode where i think i I was i was speaking about new podcast that that i've been put onto recently um and i forgot to mention joanna penn i think i may have mentioned it but if i if i didn't i'm sure i didn't mention this part of it because it happened after the recording of that episode uh, Joanna Penn uh, is the host of the Creative Pen podcast, and it's a, a really awesome resource for for writers and aspiring writers. And I've gotten um, I've been like binge listening to a bunch of her episodes and reading some of the the free content on her website, which she has a ton of free content on there, and it just um, like general advice for writers and and she interviews different writers, and she gets into um like she breaks down how do i explain it like some some podcasts i listen to uh about writers it's like you know what's your creative process like um um uh which which tim ferris actually does a really really cool uh i guess uh the way he asks questions like break it down like in a practical kind of like like you can like you can use the advice to the answers to the questions the way he frames the questions to to his 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 um his podcast guests like you know what's what do you do for the first 10 minutes that you're awake every day and you know he interviews guys like the ceo of of evernote who rubs shoulders and his friends with guys like jeff bezos and different authors and military leaders and and it you know and they give you shit 
like you know meditate for the first 10 minutes or you know have a cup of coffee then i sit down and i stretch and then you know like stuff like that that you could try to like implement into like your own life and see if it works for you um it's pretty cool to pick people's like brains um successful people's brains with with um with shit like that i think anyway i find it fascinating but anyway joanna penn also does that type of of service i guess you can call it because to me it is a service to to writers that she interviews and she speaks you know she they'll give an answer kind of like a like a pc kind of answer to you know what's your creative process like and they like you know they might say something general like um you know i just put my thoughts onto the page and you know go with it and blah blah she was like yeah but what what do you really mean like by putting your thoughts on the page do you, you write with a pen and paper do you write on uh microsoft word or you know how many words do you write a day and you know what i mean like shit like that that it's like like nitty-gritty stuff like oh okay that's more you know more i can get more use from that um she like digs in a little bit more which i really appreciate and um just as like tons of useful information like she had for example like a nice concise breakdown of different uh different word counts for different what your writing would be categorized that like a novel would have 60 to 100,000 words mainstream nonfiction would have 50 to 70,000 words uh a short uh a novella or a short uh nonfiction book would have like 20 to 40,000 words you know like shit like that she gives you like different price points like for a novella um like a 20 to 40,000 word uh work would be a price range of two dollars and 99 cents for like a self-public blah self-published version of it um which would be a two dollar profit to you you know she, like she breakdowns like stuff like that which is definitely good to know definitely a good uh, jump off point um and like i said i got the idea to add the different affiliate links not just the the amazon you know the main amazon uh, banner link from her and um i appreciate that um and there's a bunch of others that i have to actually look into she meant mentioned the booklinker.net kobo and nook and they all have like their own affiliate um affiliate uh sponsorships which i'm definitely going to get into and add to uh, this section of the website um and i don't like cluttering like the home page and the contact page that's why like i wanted to move it all to like an affiliate link page and um you know if you don't want to support the podcast in that way you shouldn't be like bombarded with advertisements and shit like that i find that kind of stuff annoying when i go on websites so i just wanted to put it all on one page if you want to support the podcast any in those types of ways uh financially um which actually don't cost you shit so uh, it's nothing out of your pocket but definitely um could prove to be something in mind if you guys use those links and if you're going to shop in those places anyway then go to the affiliate links page and if not if you just want to you know read a short story uh, you don't have to worry about an amazon banner popping up or something like that that you don't want to see and what else joanna penn also mentions the uh, like writing techniques of let's say splitting up a story into uh, uh three different works and the idea is that if someone likes book one um they're going to be kind of hooked into also wanting to get book two and then book three and um that versus the other merits uh which uh there are 
and just writing one, uh, let's say like a bigger book and just including the full story within that and where you'll get the people that won't feel, you know, like obligated to, you know, you know, they want one story, they buy one book and, you know, don't have to wait on another one to, to be put out or published and stuff like that. And, uh, goes into the different nuances of like self-publishing versus traditional publishing and, you know, different platforms to sell on, um, whether it's Audible, Apple, Kobo, Nook, CreateSpace, Amazon KDP, um, uh, which she says it's a good idea to start with because, uh, uh, you know, she she goes into far better uh, detail than I could. Um, but, you know, I listen to her podcast. I take a bunch of notes on it. Check out her website where she does a great job of uh, putting information on there, which is uh, the creative pen, P-E-N-N dot com. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. And, uh, you know, there's a ton of stuff on there from... Uh, uh, the recent uh, posts or articles that I've been reading were on uh, the first, going from first draft to second draft, and then rewriting, then editing, and then working with the actual editors and the pros and cons to it, and the costs, um, uh, which is very important, obviously, and you know a, a ton of, I guess, business aspect stuff to uh this craft which if you are going to take seriously is something that you have to factor in you know it's not just all all you know peace and love hippie style you know just right for the love of it type of thing if you want to make a living at it if you want to make uh, maybe not your only living um through it and um but you want it to become something where you can put less, I guess, for myself, like less, less weight on something which may not be as fulfilling, you know, like a regular nine to five job, um, less weight on that and more weight on this hobby, which could actually turn into something that yields, uh, some sort of financial benefit towards you to be able to pour, you know, make the transition of pouring more into it. Uh, then you need this type of information and and you know oh another another um, big big thing that I got from her an idea from her was the I was already doing the uh, like I have a calendar in front of me like you guys know that I tweet at the end of every month like how much I wrote how much I didn't write every day has either a check or an X on it and I tweeted out at the end of each month and and you know, just to maintain my progress, I have like a separate spreadsheet where, you know, it's having its eventual purpose to have kind of like a historical, you know, in 2015, how much did I write versus 2016, 2020, exactly, and like stuff like that, um, with the actual percentage and numbers and, and stuff like that for each day. She puts an actual word count, uh, which is really good idea, on her calendar she actually has a calendar also where she does the same uh, kind of like check and x uh system but she adds that word count which i've recently started adding as of a few, a few days ago and which is really important it's something for example if i want to write a novel or something let's say a sixty thousand word novel and you know i have the story i have the outline or whatever or i, I just have like the idea of it 
and I know the eventual goal is the 60,000 words, I can have, like, I can break down the 60,000 words and, okay, instead of just saying I want to write a novel and then, you know, never not writing shit, like I haven't written for the novel that I've been saying I want to write for a while, this is something that can help hold you to that and say, okay, a 60,000 word novel is going to take, let's say, if I break it down into a certain number of words a day. I've got a calculator in front of me. I say 60,000 word novel. Let's say I allow myself uh, 500 words a day. I can write a 60,000 word novel, you know, theoretically without editing and shit like that in 120 days. So, uh, which would be like four months or something like that. Um, and it, it makes, I don't know, so stuff like that kind of makes the goal more attainable in, in my point of view. And it's, it's a really good idea. I started, I've started doing it recently and I'm going to continue to do so. And um, lastly, last note on uh, Joanna Penn is that she mentioned and actually had an interview that I listened to that I watched it's like on YouTube or like on her. Well, yeah, it's definitely on YouTube, but it's like on her website with a, like a little YouTube pop up uh, link thing um, with the writer of Scrivener for Dummies. And Scrivener is a program which I haven't purchased yet, but I'm planning to, um, which is a writing program that I've heard mentioned by many different writers before. Um, uh, different uh, screenwriters as well uh, use that, uh, writers of different books that I've listened to on different podcasts. Um, it's a really intuitive uh, writing platform, you know, different from just using like Microsoft Word. Um, and it's really highly regarded. And from that, like, interview, I actually got to, got, you know, just from the nature of, like I said, how she asks her questions and, and digs deeper into it of how the program actually works. And then I saw some YouTube videos about of it. And it seems like a very um, productive uh, a program that will help you become much more productive as a writer if you want to do it with any level of seriousness and it's like 40 bucks or something like that so it seems like a worthwhile investment so if you guys want to check that out Scrivener is what it's called and it takes like writing you know you could write something in Microsoft Word and put it into there and you could export it into like a Word into a PDF into like a bunch of different formats into like ebook format into like format shit for you um, it takes stuff in from all different types of formats that, you know, it uh, works together with uh, Evernote, actually. Also, which is pretty cool, um, it has different views, like a corkboard view, um, which I, I kind of use like my own version of a corkboard. I used fucking like tape and, and little index cards. I like taped them on my wall for one of the stories that I was working on because um, it was like some like timeline that I was trying to follow. And I just wanted to make sure that it made sense. Um, this does that for you digitally. And I don't know, it seems like, uh, you know, I'll give you guys an update on that once I actually do get it. But um, definitely seems like a worthwhile investment, especially for 40 bucks. So now that you have a very long-winded view of or history rather of how the ode to podcast section began and influenced the rest of the spontaneity.com website 
let's actually get into some of the content on or within that section. So I'm just going to read through a few and I don't know, just uh, share them with you guys. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to go to spontaneity.com forward slash ode to podcasts and under the let's begin with the the um what's the word i'm looking for the originator of this section which is the joe rogan experience podcast and let's see so it's kind of similar to in the free writing section and you guys will notice the consistency of like the colors and stuff and the links like all links are in red um the titles are in black and the actual text is in blue i put a title to each one of these posts of just what the conversation generally is about uh it's really important for you guys to listen to these these podcasts either in their entirety or at least you know for those specific uh excerpts that i have here because you know that's the only way that you'll have like the full context of it um you know just pulling things out and transcribing them both takes away from the total experience and uh you know it just doesn't give you like the full full scope of it so you know it has its its place um clearly which its place is now at spontray.com forward slash oh to podcasts <laughs> but um uh you know it serves its purpose in you know kind of like motivating and and well myself and hopefully others and um just giving you giving you some you know insightful insightful pieces of information and uh just thought-provoking shit that i find thought-provoking anyway and um but you know you should listen to it in its full context that's the point so i try to give you a a title that kind of encompasses what the excerpt is about followed by the transcribed uh to the best of my ability uh portion of that conversation followed by a link in red which will give you uh if you click on it it'll take you to the website for that respective podcast it tells you the exact episode um well not only is it going to take you to the website for that specific podcast it will take you most of these podcasts have a uh, like a podcast uh page and it'll take you to the page for that specific episode of that particular podcast and I also uh, time-stamped it with the time remaining in the episode right before the conversation that I transcribed actually begins. So that's what you guys will find in red in that link. And, you know, if you guys want to hear uh, that, you know, obviously the full podcast, you can. Uh, but if you just want to hear that portion of the conversation, click on the link, scroll um, the little time you know bar thing, like fast forward it to the time that I give you there and that's exactly where the conversation will begin I try to be as precise as possible um, with that so you know these things took a little bit of work some longer than others some of them you know it's literally like one line that I transcribe some of them are fucking five six seven eight paragraphs uh, that I transcribe and I literally transcribe it word for word as closely as I possibly can and um Aside from doing like the whole, you know, website thing of, you know, finding it and linking it properly and stuff like that. I also 
and very precise in terms of the actual timestamp, the actual time, so that you guys can find it easily and hopefully making your overall experience of you know going through these if you do and, and listening to them on your own that much more uh, pleasurable for you by taking away some of the work that you would otherwise have to do on your end. So I'll start off with a smaller one, a uh, small paragraph. Um, and the title reads, Joe Rogan speaking with Brian Callen about finding who you are. And I just have an excerpt from uh, something that Brian Callen said, which is, I always say to young people, it's normal when you're young to be overwhelmed by forces you can't explain. There's a lot of mystery in the world and you will be directed other ways. And your job as you get older is to find out who you are and what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to place your energy on your own terms. That is the communion you have with yourself. Powerful Brian Cohen. Um, that is from episode number 402, 402 of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. And that is that portion of the conversation begins with seven minutes and 33 seconds left in the podcast. So fast forward until the right side of iTunes, if you use iTunes, probably the same shit on Stitcher, um, until the time, little time thing on the right side says minus uh, seven minutes and 33 seconds. And you will hear him say exactly that. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's another short one, uh, which is Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus speaking with Stephen Pressfield, powerful Stephen Pressfield, uh, author of The War of Art, uh, which is my favorite book. If you guys want to check that out, um, which is actually very, very, um, or was also a catalyst to just uh, getting off my ass and actually just beginning to write and just fucking doing it which I heard of for the first time on the Joe Rogan Experience, and it all fucking ties together. Interesting, huh? All right, so the title says, Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus speaking with Stephen Pressfield about learning from mistakes. Joe says, but there's that old expression that a wise man learns from the mistakes of others, a fool makes his own. And Stephen Pressfield says, right. And not from his own. Yeah. Um, you probably need a little more context to that, so <laughs> listen to that's all I wrote down for that, but listen to um a little bit before and after that those uh statements, but you know the the point of it was that that expression which you mentioned, which is a wise man learns from the mistakes of others, a fool makes his own that is from episode number four hundred and five of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. And that is said, that little exchange, um, with two hours, 28 minutes, and 19 seconds left in the podcast. Uh, now, let's see. This is a bit of a longer one. This is, again, uh, Joe Rogan and Aubrey Marcus speaking with Stephen Pressfield about the dimension of potentiality. Interesting shit. And Stephen Pressfield says something very long here. Um, and he says, here's the other side of that. 
at least what I was just saying about a structured thing like learning martial arts. It's something that an individual can join. There are others who are also students, and there's a teacher who's teaching them and telling them what to do. But the other side of that is art, is trying to produce whatever it is you're trying to produce, a movie, a painting, a book, or something like that. This is where, at least in my opinion, you go as an individual and where there are no rules. Or there are rules, but you have to discover them yourself. And so this is what we were talking about before, about entering into another dimension of reality or tapping into another dimension of reality, which is not, which is the dimension of potentiality. Like this podcast existed before you and Brian put it together. It just listed on another level. I'm sorry, existed on another level. In potentiality and on it and the stuff that you guys do that also existed or a book that I might write or a movie that somebody might do. And so I think that is a kind of without sounding uh, fucking this up here. All right, so let me just backtrack a little bit. Or a book that I might write or a movie that somebody might do. And so I think that is kind of without trying to sound too phony baloney here, it's a warrior pursuit. It's something that taps into that wolf energy or that pure testosterone energy. Only it's not channeled in a path that already exists. You, the artist, or the comedian, or whatever, discovered that path one footstep at a time. And you put one foot out, and you go... Uh, my bad, guys. Uh, lost my place here. And you put one foot out, and you go, quote, wrong. You go into a puddle or you step into a punji stick or something. Then you go, well, shit, over here, this is solid ground. This got a laugh. This made people. I, you know, I liked when I did this, right? And so you're kind of in the dark, like somebody moving in the dark, trusting your instincts, trusting whatever starlight you can see. And when you finally get to the end of that forest and you turn around and you look back at the path you took for a writer, that's a book. And you look down and you say, where the fuck did that come from? And you realize that that was you all along, but you had no idea when you started writing. And then Joe says, you just have to discover it. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I love that that piece at the end where he's kind of saying, you know, you're feeling your way out through like all the shit and you, you're going off instinct and you're just doing it, you know, you're doing the work. And then when you look back on it all and you realize that all all that shit, like, f- for example, what I was saying before, even in the beginning of the episode with, um, you know, the old podcast section, I was writing that, you know, transcribing these things for like a year. 
uh, before you know i was just transcribing it like for me literally like in evernote like just reading every once in a while and remembering you know certain um things from my favorite episodes and you know that turned into uh creating a website and then adding some photography which was also just sitting in my, on my computer hard drive somewhere um um uh, not sharing with it with anyone you know just taking up space basically and now it's taking up space on the internet <laughs> um but not but seriously then you know that gelled into the free writing and then the you know when i look back from uh in hindsight from the uh, uh just transcribing these things you know a couple years ago and i look back now you know there's a website there's uh, a bunch of short stories a bunch of bunch of like free writing stuff there's a podcast and and you know it all was discovered i guess or it all existed in potentiality and came to fruition once i actually discovered it and started doing shit and that's a, a really a really cool point that resonated with me and this is from episode also uh 405 of the joe rogan experience podcast and that um if you guys want to hear that without you know me like bumbling and mumbling through trying to read that um episode 405 of the joe rogan experience podcast with one hour 57 minutes and 31 seconds left in the episode all right i'm gonna read another it's another long one also from that same episode uh with steven pressfield then i'll oh i got a bunch of shit from from that episode then i'll i'll skip along to a different episode um you know sometimes i transcribe one or two things from from an episode sometimes i'll transcribe like 10 um depends on you know how much it resonates with me um this is one more uh from the joe rogan um bleh. the title is joe rogan and aubrey marcus speaking with stephen pressfield about striving for excellence and joe kicks this off with saying i think that what you're saying is also like what michelangelo said about creating sculpture is that he removes he finds the sculpture in the thing it's not like he makes it he removes all the stuff that's hiding the sculpture that's how he looked at it then aubrey says you know i think that so many people that i get questions from they don't know what to do they're just trying to figure it out and i always give them the same advice i say you know practice being excellent at something you love it could be trivial it could be darts I don't care. Whatever it is, just be excellent at it. Put yourself into it. And then Stephen Pressfield says, I think you're right on target, Aubrey. Aubrey. Excuse me. Stephen says, I think you're right on target, target, Aubrey. And then Aubrey says, and you'll discover something about yourself, whatever it is. You know, a lot of people will look to me to see if they can get a job and my question is always the same what are you excellent at because if they can show me two random things that they are incredible at that they are excellent at i know they've learned to apply their authentic self because you can't truly be excellent at anything without tapping into that you know to that aspect and stephen pressfield states or even less than that just what do you love what makes you happy what's fun and then joe says yeah well that's the great miyamoto musashi quote 
once you know the way broadly, you can see it in all things. Then Aubrey says, exactly. Then Joe says, that idea that there's something that you tap in into that manifests itself in a number of different ways in athletics and uh in artistic whatever it is what you're doing is you're tapping into the same thing and that is excellence you're tapping into the real the real thing the way and then aubrey states and then when you're on the path that's going to give you the fruits of your destiny so to speak whatever it is that's that channel that's going to bring you to the ultimate higher level you already have practice being excellent you know how to how to do the work and that's another key thing that i love about that you always go back that you always go back to sorry you know how to do the work you know how to take the initial steps that one foot in front of the other to get there and to see progress and to apply yourself in that way. And then Stephen Pretzel ends it off with, yeah, I'm definitely a believer in just doing the mundane thing, you know, walk into the room, sit down at the keyboard or walk into the dojo and start to do whatever the first thing is. This is from episode again, like I said, uh, episode 405 of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast with one hour, 54 minutes, and 40 seconds left in the episode. So again, to find, um, you know, to listen to the episodes, if you go through my website, you can literally just click on the red links underneath each of these transcribed uh, pieces. And, you know, just fast forward to the timestamp that I give you there, which is one, in this case, one hour, 54 seconds, and 40, I'm sorry, one hour, 54 minutes, and 40 seconds left in the episode. Um, so it's the little time, uh, little time thing on the right hand side with the minus symbol in front of it. And, uh, yeah, take a look, listen to, listen, this was uh, definitely a great episode with Steven Pressfield. Uh, let me skip ahead. There's a, a few more on here on my website. So if you guys want to check those out, feel free to do so. This next one is uh, also from the Joe Rogan experience. It's Joe Rogan speaking to Adam Carolla about not having any specific expectations about what you're doing, but embarking on a journey with a general sense of where you're going, which I think is really important. Um, and just actually part of my like little podcast catchphrase thing at the end that I say of each episode, um, just that you know general heading in the general direction of your dreams all right um so adam says and adam is is i like listening to Crowley's podcast and i like uh, hearing him on on other podcasts he, he uses a lot of like analogies and um which i like which um i think really good with helping certain you know driving certain points home and this was a particularly good one in my opinion. So Adam Carolla says, it's sort of like this. I probably got it a lot from building because building is a process that goes from shitty to good, which is to say the first part of building is, you know, permits and applications 
and you cutting checks to the city for nothing and inspectors and plan inspection and all that kind of stuff and it's nothing it's just a bunch of money and a bunch of papers you have nothing and then you start demoing and digging stuff up and you know digging footings and grade beams and blah 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 and putting in rebar and waiting for concrete and all that but still it's nothing there's no shape to it it's just a hole in the ground and you're literally dumping money into this hole in the ground but then at a certain point the cement dries and you strip away the forms and you start to frame and when you start to frame, you get to actually see the shape of the structure start to unfold before your eyes. But it's still like it's wide open. It doesn't keep the cold out or the heat in or anything. But you can start to imagine about what it would be like to put down that hardwood flooring and to see all the cool top-notch Viking stoves and sub-zeros going into the kitchen and all that. Well that's the part you look forward to but if you're closing your eyes and picturing your new viking stove arriving when you're forming your slab you're gonna fuck up your slab just focus on the form and know that you'll get to the viking one day but for now you're just forming heavy and joe says that is heavy that's very that's that's heavy and correct i mean that's being in the moment you sort of have an idea that it's eventually going to come together but right now you're just framing it then adam says yes if you if it doesn't it doesn't but let me just form the best way i can form today and this very insightful portion of the conversation is on episode number 101 of the Joe Rogan Experience, and it, it is with one hour, four minutes, and 26 seconds left in the episode. And that's pretty much what I'm doing here, folks, with this podcast, with my writing, is forming. And hopefully one day, both figuratively and literally, I'll get to that Viking stove and uh, Sub-Zeros in the kitchen. And let's see, let's do a few more here. The There's another one of Joe Rogan speaking with Brian Callen about taking shortcuts in life. Joe says, they, referring to shortcuts, impede your development. When something goes wrong, you have to address it. Address it, and that's how you get better. Everything that I've ever done that I fucked up on, it made me better. It's just uncomfortable and you don't want to feel it. Then Brian Callen says, that comes from also learning how to talk to yourself and being nice to yourself, not being too hard on yourself. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Take it easy on yourself. And then Joe responds to that with, and it also comes from building up like a database of you being a good person. Like you have to really believe in yourself as a person but mistakes and fuck-ups and things that you do along the line, those are all hugely important. They really are. Because when you're developing as a human being and you're a young person trying to make your way through life, 
you're going to come across these situations where you do not know how to behave correctly, whether it's because of your emotions, whether it's because of your hormones, your insecurities, whatever the fuck it is. It's very possible for you to fuck up and make mistakes, but those mistakes are huge. All of those dumb things, those lefts when you should have went right, all of those things, as long as they don't kill you, you can learn a lot from them. Well said there, fellas. That is from episode number 326 of the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast with 2 hours, 31 minutes, and 14 seconds left in the episode. Let's do a couple more from JRE. And then I will check out a different uh, different podcast Uh, this is from Joe Rogan speaking with Melissa Etheridge about The Rock, Dwayne Johnson and his positive attitude Joe says he's got this attitude work hard to get there, work harder to stay there so that's what I think it is and Melissa responds with gratitude is amazing and Joe says yeah he's got gratitude And Melissa ends it with, gratitude is a medicine. You can change your life with gratitude. And that's really true, man. You got to appreciate what you got and show your appreciation for that. Um, Some of what they're saying, how The Rock shows his appreciation for what he has by working that much harder to make sure he keeps what he has. It's a form of appreciation. This conversation is from episode number 321 of the Joe Rogan Experience podcast with one hour, 22 minutes, and 36 seconds left in the episode. And let's see, let me read one more. This is Joe Rogan speaking with Neil deGrasse Tyson about black holes. And Neil says, do you realize that if you fall into a black hole, you'll see the entire future of the universe unfold in front of you in a matter of moments and you will emerge into another space uh into another space time created by the singularity of the black hole you just fell into and joe responds with you just broke the whole internet you just broke the whole internet right there (laughs) and that is from episode 310 of the joe rogan experience podcast with about 56 minutes and 25 seconds left in the episode. Let me read a couple from the Drunken Taoist podcast. Uh, Again, you can check these out at spuntoday.com forward slash ode to podcasts. And each podcast has its own section. If you just hover on ode to podcasts, you can uh, select... Uh, any of the podcasts that are there right now i'm looking at the drunken Taoist podcast and one of my favorite ones from here uh that i transcribed is uh daniele bolelli speaking with rich avers during the intro quoting someone he can't remember and rich says you'll uh the quote um, from the person that you can't remember uh, is from Rich and Rich says you'll never change the world but if you're lucky you might point it a half a degree in the right direction and if you've done that you've really done something 
or just held it fast against these insane motherfuckers that are trying to run the place. <coughs> and Daniele responds with, ultimately, nobody goes out and changes the world by wanting to change the world. You know, it's such a big, humongous series of things around us that you can't just by sheer will, willpower, just I'm going out and changing the world tomorrow. Well, yeah, that's sweet. Good luck. At the same time, nothing ever changes unless people believe that they can do it. So you need to be both optimistic and realistic at the same time. But the point is, regardless, when you put your energy in a good way, regardless of the ultimate results, you're going to have fun in the process. You're going to have people along with you who have fun in the process. And maybe ultimately that changing that's changing that's what changing the world is in moments by moments not necessarily super great scheme of things but that right there it's happening in that moment in that connection if it happens in more long-lasting fashion so be it even better and that is from episode number one of the drunken Taoist podcast with one hour, 24 minutes, and 15 seconds left in the episode. This other one's pretty cool. It's uh, literally just a, a one-liner uh, that resonated with me. And it's Daniele Bolelli and Rich Avers speaking with Chris Ryan, who quotes a Robert Frost essay, and uh, which is the figure a poem makes. And Chris Ryan says, Like a piece of ice on a hot stove. A poem must ride its own melting. And I thought that was pretty dope. That is from episode number nine of the Drunken Taoist podcast with one hour, seven minutes, and 56 seconds left in the episode. And one more from the Drunken Taoist podcast, which is Daniele Bolelli speaking with uh, Duncan Trussell and Rich Avers, uh, quoting Lao Tzu. Daniele says... My teachings are very easy to understand and very easy to practice, but nobody understands them and nobody practices them. And um, then he goes on to say, it's beautiful, you know, it's like, it's like Nietzsche put it as a subtitle to his book, a book for everyone and no one. Theoretically, it's really simple because it doesn't require any specific strange, weird knowledge. It's the basic elements of life. But people are so distant from what's natural, from, in a way, the essence of things, that they complicate shit needlessly. And then something that is the simplest thing ever, they will never be able to get it because it's too rooted. If you chase artificial crap all day long, you're not going to be able to look at something natural and simple and recognize it for what it is. That is also actually from episode number one of the Drunken Taoist podcast with about 25 minutes and 18 seconds left in the episode. I'm going to read one here from the Brian Callen show. Uh, And it's uh, Brian Callen speaking with Bruce Buffer about the best way to maintain intensity and success and what his advice to young people would be. And for those of you that don't know who Bruce Buffer is, he is the guy for UFC main events uh, that announces the fights. Um, he, I guess, uh, for those of you that are more 
I guess like boxing is more mainstream. You know, the guy that says, let's get ready to rumble. That is Michael Buffer, which is actually Bruce Buffer's brother and half brother. And Bruce Buffer does the same shit for the UFC, but like he has his own like catchphrase, which is it's time and, you know, announces the fights and shit. And each of those guys get like a million bucks every time they say their catchphrase for each main event in every fight or whatever, something like that. Something insane like that. <clears throat> um, so this is Bruce Buffer, and he says, My biggest advice that I can give is that when you're choosing a path in life, because I don't believe any of us are better than anybody else, I think it's all about the paths we choose. If you choose a path and you want to be the best CEO or the best actor or the best comedian or the <clears throat> excuse me or the best busboy at your local restaurant just take pride in what you do to be the best at what you can do but when you're making a decision about an endeavor choice in life okay i don't like working i like living i like living life by design so my work life is a design of life this is my lifestyle i don't wake up in the morning to go to work i wake up in the morning to passionately live my life with the choices that i've made then brian callen responds to that with i feel the same way i can't believe that i get to do this forever and then bruce says you have to this is key in the question you're asking is that Anybody making a choice, ask yourself, look in the mirror, be honest with yourself. Are you in it for the buck? Are you in it for the potential of of the buck? Because you're passionate about what you're going into? Which means you're going to learn everything there is about it. You want to be the best you can be at it. But when the crap hits the fan, when the rough times happen, which is going to happen no matter what, don't think that life is going to be a breeze just because you made the right decision or the right choice rather you are going to get hit with the big life choices of life in your choice of endeavor the only way you can get up from being knocked knocked down on the canvas of business the best way is to have passion and believe in yourself that's the key because a lot of what Uh, I'm sorry, a lot of that, which are projects uh, just to make money, they're not passionate. And when the hard times hit, they lose that edge. So basically, you know, I know I fumbled reading that again. Um, Being passionate about whatever it is that you're into is going to, is going to be that key deciding factor of, you know, being able to get up when you get knocked down and following that passion into what you choose to do is is key, like in making that decision before you get into whatever it is that you're going to get into. Get into it for the right reasons, which would be, um, like it says in that, that first part of being passionate, um, of choosing something that you're passionate about so that it becomes part of your choice and your design for your life not like just taking a job and have it separate from 
what it is that you want to be doing and not really pursue what you want to be doing because you're being bogged down with everything else and and stuff like that um so it's pretty dope advice and i transcribed it to share with you fucks now let's see pick one or two more from different episodes let's see this one from the church of what's happening now with joey coco diaz this is joey diaz and lisa yet speaking with raf esparza giving the listeners a motivating thank you and he says in true joey diaz form i just want to tell people thank you for all the comments thank you for the support of the podcast thank you for always loving me and lee and my guests but also i want i want you to take that for what it is what it was that you can do this shit you could do whatever the fuck you want don't let them stop you they could all suck your dick at the end of the week all right fuck them all you can you have something that you want but you have something that you want to do do it go for it who gives a fuck if you fail who gives a fuck you know how you really fail if you don't fucking go for it so end the story and that is from episode number 199 of the church of what's happening now podcast with 15 minutes and five seconds left in the episode here's one more from uh joey diaz speaking with steve simone and lisa yet about fitness uh joey says but only i'm proud of you that you made the choice and that you um then lee chimes in and like i cut diet coke out that's gone it's just water steve simone says wow then joey says you're 25 years old lee i wish i was 25 years old now and lee says yeah then joey says to tell to tell you how easy it can be because you don't want to do this when you're 40 and lee says no and then joey says when you're 40 there's gonna come a time when you're gonna gain 30 pounds and you're gonna go you know what i already did this i did this so this is coming right off but right now you're 25 right now your metabolism you could fucking eat a cake and it's gone within 10 minutes it should be and then lee says well not mine but yeah and then joey says it should be because you haven't you haven't kicked that motherfucking engine in you got an engine Steve Simone says yes and then Joey says in the 80s there was Pennzoil and Pennzoil <laughs> gotta love Joey Diaz's fucking analogies uh, he says in the 80s there was Pennzoil and Pennzoil's motto was you can pay me now or you can pay me later that stuck with me for life those people that drive around and don't change the oil and then their engine blows up and they go what the fuck happened and that was their motto Either you can pay me one ninety nine now, or you can pay me eight hundred later. You're gonna pay me, so you gotta get into exercising, you know. And I did it as a child when I got into comedy. I sold my soul so deeply into comedy that I go, "Who needs fitness? You always need fitness." And then uh, Steve Simone says, "Mind, body, and soul—it's all connected." And then Joey ends it with, "You always need to breathe." You always need that hour for yourself. That hour for yourself is so spectacular. My wife left the other day and she came back and I could see that she was a different person. And I go, you got to do this three days a week.
<clears throat> I like that analogy though. About um, you know, putting in the work now, or you're gonna pay for it later. Basically, one way or the other, you pay for it, and then pay for that shit in increments, or fucking get fucked at the end. That is from episode number 188 of the Church of What's Happening Now podcast with one hour, 25 minutes, and six seconds into the episode or left of the episode, depending on how you look at it. And uh, you guys pretty much get the the drift of this section, but I'm going to read one more uh, that I like from a different podcast. Uh, This is from Good Times with Steve Simone, uh, which I just mentioned was in... uh, that episode of of the joy ideas one that i just read um this is from steve simone's podcast which is called good times and the title here is steve simone speaking with jimmy schubert about that hardworking east coast mentality and jimmy schubert which is uh, a comic as well he says my brother joe had his own business when he was 16 i mean these guys are my brother bob got married with his high school sweetheart so did joe actually and still married you know got great houses they're they love their jobs they both run companies they're both kind of like white collar blue collar guys and steve Simone says yep that's what i love about philly white collar mind blue collar soul and jimmy says yeah white collar mind blue collar soul that's great oh that's great that would be a great name for an album and steve simone says no but seriously that's what i that's that's what i view and jimmy says that's killer white collar mind blue collar soul and steve says no yeah that's that's what we have and jimmy says dude that's fucking awesome dude and steve says that's what we have that's why i was like oh i love shuby and jimmy says that's going to be the name for my next album. And Steve says, go for it. It's yours. And Jimmy says, dude, that's awesome. White collar mind, blue collar soul. And Steve says, that's what we have. Jimmy says, yeah. Steve says, because it's like that work ethic. You can't knock it out of us. And that is from episode number 47 of the Good Times with Steve Simone podcast with one hour and 14 minutes left in the episode and that's it folks that is the ode to podcasts podcast of the sponsor today podcast with your host tony ortiz and that's the episode uh just in closing i'm going to remind you guys to rate and review the podcast uh it would be very helpful and also uh, visit another section of the website which is spontaday.com forward slash questionnaire or just click on the questionnaire tab up at the top and it'll take you to a page that has five questions related to a hobby or passion or um, just something that you like to create the responses get emailed to me I read them on the free writing episodes of the podcast and just share your insights and your views and your tips uh, with other people. It's five questions. Uh, it's uh, a quick thing to fill out and could help others. And what else? Uh, photos on the website. Um, you can see and download like any photos for free that you want um, from sponsor.com forward slash photography. 
I'm going to be putting up some new photos on there uh, very soon. Actually, I, I should probably do that shit today. Um, but I actually have another podcast to record because I'm pre-recording a couple of these since I'm going to DR in about two weeks to Punta Cana. I'm going to be chilling on the beach, relaxing, and enjoying my sister-in-law, uh, Judy's wedding, and Rumi Raul. Um, congratulations to them in advance. We're going to have a great time out there. And then after that, I'm coming back for six or seven days. And then I have to go back to India. And yeah, I need a couple of these, these uh, uh, podcasts in the pipeline so that I don't fuck up the schedule. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to be putting up a couple of pictures, uh, some of which I took at the beach uh, recently, a couple of weeks ago and a uh, couple that came out kind of nice that i took yesterday I actually went to the uh, queen's botanical gardens and took some pictures there and um i'm gonna be uh throwing some of those up on the website but aside from downloading them for free if you'd like and from you know you could view them on on facebook you can view them on instagram at spun today on instagram or uh facebook.com forward slash spun today you can also download them from the website or you can, if you want to like purchase prints and posters and frames of any of that photography, you can go to a website called Crated, C-R-A-T-E-D dot com forward slash spun today. And you can purchase art there. Uh, as mentioned in the intro, check out my new affiliates uh, link, affiliate links. It's at spuntoday.com forward slash affiliates. If you're doing any shopping on Amazon or on iTunes, please use those banners there. Uh, to take you to the respective websites and do your shopping like you normally do it will not cost you anything extra uh, but i'll get kicked back um, a few pennies on the dollar for driving traffic to their websites rate and review the podcast on itunes and or stitcher i'd really appreciate it and what else uh, that's pretty much it you guys know you can listen to all of these episodes on tumblr you can listen to it on youtube um obviously uh itunes and stitcher and that's pretty much it folks hope you liked this episode and as always substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams thanks for listening